Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. to the Cocoa Express show, hashtag etiquette is essential, the table game part three. As you all know, um, we are discussing table etiquette on this particular series. It's a a five-part series and we're at part three. However, previously on the past two series um, episodes, we discussed the table. We discussed the table's origins and um, the different ways the table was used prior to it becoming a staple in every home. From there, we worked our way up to how to how to approach the table. What do you do when you're going to the table? We discussed how to set a table and the different instruments that you, you need or utensils that you need when you're setting the table. Um, we discussed two different types of table settings, which was formal and informal. The one that we focused on and hovered around a lot was the informal table style because that particular table setting is easier to maneuver and manage and it has a lot less utensils to it. And it also um, is the more commonly used table setting as opposed to the formal table setting. And you have the ability with the informal table setting to kind of like adjust it to your situation or circumstance. For example, if you are going to be eating alone, you don't need a whole bunch of um, utensils at the table. Um, you can do the basic table setting, which is the, um, the the plate, the fork, the spoon, the knife, and the glasses, as well as the napkin. And then we began to kind of talk a little bit about the do's and don'ts of table etiquette and just etiquette in general. And from there, we got to to the napkin. See, I find a napkin to be a very, very interesting thing that way. Um, piece of, of cloth. It holds a lot of value to the table and it holds a lot of value to you as a participant when you're eating a meal because um, it's just part of the whole arrangement on your table setting, and it also enables you to keep yourself clean when needed and necessary. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to um, discuss, you know, the table, How you? what do you do when you get to the table. Then we're going to talk a little bit about napkin etiquette. Um, we're going to talk about the different ways to approach napkin etiquette and, and nap, napkin sizes. And then from there, we're going to um, – I guess tie this one up and work towards our next segment, which will be um, our next episode, which will be next week. So let's begin. Now that you've 
gotten an understanding of what the table is and how to approach the table, which side of the table to sit on um, when you when you do get to the table, and for gentlemen to do what to do when you have a female companion with you and you're having dinner with them, what to do with them in regards to approaching the table. Now, at the table, when you sit at the table, um, you have to wait for the host to invite everyone to the table, whether there are places already set and marked. The host tells the guest where to sit, or he or she just says, sit wherever you like. And we discussed this a little bit in um, the last week last week's episode. And so now that you're at the table and you're going to say grace. Now, a lot of people say grace and some don't. And this is what you do. You let the host do whatever he or she wants. You don't have to do anything. Just be quiet or participate. But please do it respectfully. And when do you start to eat your food? That is the big question that I've been asked a lot. You start to eat your food when the host tells you to start. And if the host says start as soon as a plate's in front of you, then do that. But if she doesn't or he doesn't, then you wait until he or she starts and a lot, you know, and or and or when a lot of people um, start to do something at the table, you do, but you follow them. And now the big thing is please keep your elbows off the table. I have a bad habit of occasionally putting my elbows on the table when I'm waiting to start my meal and we're having conversation. That's a no-no, and I try my best to try to remember not to, to do that because it is just really un, unnecessary to have my elbows or any elbows on the table for any reason at any time. Now, there is something that I haven't seen done a lot, but it is something that we all should participate in. And I'm just saying all of us and meaning the male species. Now, standing. It is necessary for men to get up from the table whenever a woman does these days. Now, you follow the host lead. We wouldn't want the host to feel lonely standing up, would we? Now we're going to talk about, and I think that's not as clear as it should be. Um, you know, when a woman, you know, it's unnecessary for men to get up from the table whenever, whenever a woman does these days. But back in, um, back in the day, I guess I can use that term, when a woman got up from the table, the man would get up from the table, and then he would see himself. He would sit himself back down again when she leaves the table. When she comes back to the table, he would get up and stand again, and also help her with her chair. Now we don't do that. We don't do that nowadays. I don't see that happening very often, if at all. So if you do see that happening, please follow the guests. I mean, follow the host and. Follow what they're doing so that they won't feel so awkward and out of place in at their own event at their table. Now, let's get down to the real nitty-gritty of napkin etiquette. Now, when do you pick up your napkin? When you're at a table and there is a host, the host dictates the whole dinner, and they start and you follow. So when the host picks up his or his or her napkin, that's the signal for you to pick up yours. The eating begins. Picking up yours the moment you sit down is fine 
two, unless you are at something, a real soiree at Buckingham Palace, when you have to wait for the queen to touch hers. And when you leave, when you leave the table for any reason, which we're going to touch base on this again, um, you gather the napkins neatly and leave it on whatever side you're handed. You're handed. So if you're left-handed, you leave it on the left side. If you're right-handed, you leave it on the right side. That's all that means. Now, there is um, two different views on handling large napkins. Some people think that the large napkin um, should not be tucked in like um, (laughs) – um. it shouldn't be tucked in your collar, but there are instances when that's necessary. However, the large napkin should be folded in half and placed on your lap. Now, if you're eating something like lobster, and lobster is very messy because the juices just fly all over the place and they're so good, um, to show that you're confident, what you do is you just, for men, you stick the um, napkin in your collar and cover your tie. This way you will save on the dry cleaning bill because the juices will start flying and you will have a mess all over yourself. And for women, do not tuck it in your necklace or pearls. Tuck it in your dress, at the top of the dress. That way you will keep a mess from happening on you as well. So that's, you know, that's just how simple it is for you in regards to the larger, the larger um, napkins. Now, I also like to kind of do my research and look at different scenarios in regards to how different people approach these particular subject matters. And um, that's how I was able to pull together my own little little book to use in this particular situation. However, I like to go to the dummies books, you know, because they make things seem so simplified. And in the um, Etiquette for Dummies is what I'm going to be talking out of right now. They discuss some different things, but some similarities, and you can see what I mean. It says that after you see it, wait for your host or guest of honor to pick up the napkin and place it on his lap. This is the usual signal as, you know, this is a signal as an indicator for you, the guest, to do the same. Now, you can find the napkin on either to the left of the forks or beneath the forks or on the main plate. In a restaurant, the napkin may be folded in a fancy way and placed on the plate or in a glass. Okay? Now we understand that the napkin goes on our lap, and now you know where the napkin will be placed on the table so you don't feel awkward and uncomfortable when you see it. And if you see a fancy napkin inside a glass or on the plate, you will know that it's okay to use that napkin, but first you have to wait for the host or the host, uh, the host or hostess to indicate um, when you should do that. Now, it's not necessary to fully open a large napkin. Like I said, you just fold it in half. However, you can completely open a smaller luncheon napkin. The napkin remains on your lap throughout the entire meal, and you should never use the napkin to blot your mouth or to, um, no, you should never use the napkin to wipe off lipstick, okay, um, or or um or to blow your nose now now we know that's bad, that's 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 a bad thing, but you should use 
the napkin periodically to gently blot your mouth. And if you need to leave the table during a meal, now this is important, if you need to leave the table during the meal, place your napkin on the chair, okay, on the chair. Just place it on the chair. And in more upscale restaurants, what they do is the server places your napkin on your lap for you. And then when you leave the table temporarily, the member of the wait staff will bring you a fresh napkin and place it to the left of your plate. Okay? So that is something that you need to keep in mind in regards to the um when you're dining out at an upscale restaurant. Now, no matter what the occasion, you should never flap your napkin around like it's a flag before placing it on your lap. That is not good at all. And they say that using your napkin like a bib is is a no-no, but it depends on what the menu on on your particular dining experience is. Now, the menu will dictate whether or not you will need to do that. Because if it is locked, then you know that's what it is. Now, this is where I have to stop because we're at the end of our time period. And it seems like time flies when you're having so much fun. And I really enjoy doing this. But when we get back to um, our next episode next week, we're going to kind of talk about posture and uh, and things like that. So, um all I can say is if you want more information or details, please contact me via Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and also you can um, reach out to Blog Talk Radio and if you want to um, have a one-on-one consultation or you want me to come in and do like um, a setup for you so we can you can get an understanding of this and how it works, please feel free to reach out to me. I will respond. So with that in mind, because we only have 60 seconds left, I'm going to say I will talk to you again. And remember, etiquette is essential, and you got to know how to play the table game because playing the table game is a good game. And I would like to wish you all a wonderful evening. Thank you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.